Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit Get Fit Recovery. This is the series where we explore various methods of recovery, giving you our thoughts and bringing you the latest scientific data as well. This week we finally tackle chiropractors. Uh, if you're a long-term listener, you may have noticed the odd comment from Tom alluding to his somewhat dislike of chiropractors. But in all seriousness, they aren't all bad. And as we do discuss in the podcast, you can get the evidence-based ones and then you get the more common chiropractor who follow the method of subluxation as treatment. Uh, we'll tell you what that term means very shortly. It's a pretty jovial episode, but it's actually really important because a lot of you out there do look at chiropractors and chiropractic treatment as a means of recovery, and they aren't cheap. So hopefully this will help you make a more informed decision. So let's get into this week's episode. X-ray. I remember seeing 18 fractures out of 24 vertebrae in the spine. Just bada bing, bada boom, bada bing. They were all old fractures. Up, up, and down, up, and down, up, and down. Ow! Yep. Oh, yeah. Good movement there, huh? Yeah. Oh. There it is. All down the back. Healing takes time. That this is an Amazon Prime, right? Right. Uh, Hello, boys. Welcome back to another podcast. That was fucking horrendous to see again. <laughs> what is crackalacking, gents? Do you see what I did there? Fucking hell, I love that. I love you playing words there, Tom. Went straight into it. What was that you just played us, Bill? Was that a snuff video? What I just played. What I just played there was a, was an expert in the field of the field of chiropractors, um, and this was someone conducting chiropractic treatment on an elderly lady. 18, 18 fractures out of thirty-two. Twenty-three. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, the the, the bada bing bada boom was like really necessary in like a in the clinic there. I felt I felt like the treatment would not have been as effective if he had not said that. I mean, that was just horrendous. Though. The the fact, even, like, I just don't know how you'd look at that and think that looks like it's fine. That looks that looks great. That the looks like something is, I want to get involved in. If we had not given context of what that video actually was, it could have generally sounded like a snuff film. I mean, halfway through, it actually sounded like machine gun fire. Uh, well, if that hasn't given away what today's episode's about, we are going to be talking about uh, chiropractors finally. If you've been a long-term listener, you'll know we've we've joked about it in the past, about Tom's um, personal vendetta against the field of chiropractors. So there's a bit of a trigger warning before we start this episode. There you go. He's got he's got a spine in, uh, in video shot. It's not mine. Before we get into the whole sort of... Uh, dive into the actual the, the facts behind chiropractors and kind of what our thoughts are and stuff we're going to go through a bit of instagram instagram chaos we've had some uh, once before we start actually big thank you to everyone who got involved with our instagram because we've got loads of responses to our polls we've got loads of people sending in messages about their feedback and some of this is pretty fucking intense so i'm going to, I'm going to rattle it off we'll have a quick discussion about each sort of point people have made um and then we'll, as we go into the episode you'll start to realize more and more uh, the context behind these posts and why, you know, some of it might be good, some of it might be bad. Uh, quickly, I'll reveal the results of a poll I did. So I asked people, do you think that seeing a chiropractor would be beneficial? 71% of people said yes, 29 said no. And then I said, have you ever seen a chiropractor? And it was the other way around, 74% said no, 26% said yes. So a lot of people look at it and think it's a good thing. They've never actually been, but they actually look at it and think, okay, this is something that could help, which is very interesting. We'll no, come into why is. we think that is as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come into that. There's a, I think there's a, a few reasons for that. But um, we'll go into a quick bit of feedback we got from people then. So the first one then. 
Bear with me, I'm going to have to do a bit of reading here. I'll try not to fuck it up. Had a million things wrong with me after the free body scan. Signed up to a course of treatment which involved pulling my neck and doing some cracking between my shoulder blades. Very costly and saw zero improvement. Physio was far better value. Here in Australia, they are AHPRA registered health professionals, so they are regulated. Wouldn't waste my time or money on one again. My husband and I both saw one and had identical issues. Heads too far forward, spinal misalignment and one leg longer than the other. Now, there's obviously a few red flags there, especially the leg longer than the other. That seems to be a common common uh, trick that they seem to use. They'll pull out your legs and then they'll be like, this one's longer than the other. They'll do a crack and then suddenly they're, Wait, the, same, they're the same length. But Watch this. Guys, can you see this? So arms are the same size. Well, one arm's longer than the other Whoa. now. Fucking hell, Andy. Get your... You I need, need a chiropractor right now. Jesus Fuck. Christ. Fucked. Look, fucking me. You were doomed. In shit state. <laughs> I mean, Andy just highlighted there how easy that is to manipulate. So that was one thing there. That was from someone. Uh, another one is neck jammed while working. Pulled up my car. Uh, they rushed me in, clicked it, and it came loose. This was a good experience. So I just decided to sign up. So they initially had a good experience. So they signed up. Uh, within three sessions, he hurt me so badly on my hip and back and then had the audacity to say it was my fault for tensing up. I've never been to one since and I still have problems with my hip. Wow. So that's fucking mental, isn't it? How he had the initial good response and then after it went a bit wrong, the chiropractor had the audacity to blame the patient for tensing up, mm. which is fucking um, like, come it's, on. It, you wasn't it, whoever that. sent that... It is your fault for going to see one in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to be a dick. We're, 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 empathi- <laughs> we're a sympathetic bunch here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is awful, though. Mm. This next one's interesting. This is from someone who's actually like quite a highly competitive athlete. And they said, been to some different chiropractors, a few really good and some not at all. Um, the first one really fucked up my hip and then... They said that some years ago he lost his license. <laughs> Brilliant. And then they said they've never had any problems with their hips prior until they actually saw one. And then after the first Cairo, I've always experienced problems with my right hip whenever I was out walking. Don't know what he did wrong. So that one's another hip issue. So that's back-to-back hip problems there, which they never had hip problems before, but suddenly they've seen a chiropractor and they've got hip problems, which is uh, quite interesting. Uh, this next one's quite a long one, so bear with me here. I've been to one, primarily because of pain I've got in mid-thoracic, which stems from focal and peripheral neuropath- uh, neuropathy. Is that how you say it? Neu- Neu- yeah, go Neu- with it. I, I can't wrong with it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's that. Neuro- it's definitely that. Neu- yeah. Neuropathic. Well, that was a yeah. fucking bit of a sciencey paragraph. My whole work. back felt like butter. Well, this sounds good. All the muscles around my spine were all relaxed for a change, which is something that's rare for me nowadays, and this is probably what the majority in my situation cling to. Um... Now that I learn more about it, the more it was likely placebo. So they're obviously being they're becoming self-aware now, which is interesting. However, I self-adjust my spine when I'm in agony and I get short-term relief, extremely short-term. You're talking 30 seconds. But in those 30 seconds, I don't have pain, which in a life dominated by pain is worth it to me, which is very interesting. Yeah, whether that's just placebo or it's just a short release, then it's worth it for me. I ain't paying to get it adjusted again as it's expensive when you can do it yourself, but I'm also extremely vigilant on how I adjust. So some interesting stuff there, especially about pain, which is which is important to know. Uh, next one. Went to one years ago after getting a free assessment. See, that seems to be another theme is the free assessment. They, they love to give out a free assessment and then they tell you everything seems to be fucking wrong with you oh, and then course. you sign up to a course. What we'll chiropractor anyway. is going to turn around and go, you're good, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. no, you're fully <laughs> yeah. aligned. You're, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm you're job. completely symmetrical. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> 
So this person got a free assessment. Uh, they, they said the usual feedback, loads of issues, and a 10-session package at a reduced pie, price to fix them. Wow. Brilliant. I was marathon training at the time. Told me I had one leg longer than the other. Don't we all? Question mark. Said he would try and correct it along with cracking my back and other shit. <laughs> Long story short, I ended up feeling worse. And as I didn't have any real problems to begin with, alarm bells started ringing. My running suffered and I didn't finish my sessions. My husband is a pilot and one of his colleagues suffered a stroke. Now this result in the loss of his license. However, it was proven it was caused by a chiropractor and he's still flying. Fucking hell. I mean, that just shows you how serious it can be that they can cause, you know, nearly job-ending uh, results. Here's another one, a really long one as well. I sent this one in the uh, I sent this one in the group chat earlier actually. There was a load of red flags in this one. I know Tom's got something to say about one of the sentences. So this person put, I've seen one for my knee as this guy was recommended as he worked wonders with uh, another person's knee. Anyways, I had an initial appointment where he looked at my knee, etc. And he said he can do ac- acupuncture on it with a 70% success rate. Right, we'll come back That's to that. That's a big number that. At the time I was in a lot of pain. Yeah, it is a lot. It is a big number. At the time, I was in a lot of pain and was out of options as I didn't want to get more surgery on my knee. I had cartilage damage when I was 16 and had to have an operation to remove it. Uh, They left some of the cartilage in and shaved my kneecap, so sometimes the knee dislocates by itself. So automatically, they've got something quite serious there. And when you feel out of options, you do normally turn to these more alternative medicines, I'd say. Um, I had the acupuncture and it didn't hurt at all, but then afterwards, I could hardly move my knee for a week. I went back and the guy said... Um, he could do another session, but if it's going to hurt that much like it did before, it's probably not worth it. So this guy told her not to do it again because obviously the pain she was in. He also told me to never let anyone operate it again and I shouldn't be running. So that's important. He told her she shouldn't be running, but this person does still run, so then they're fine. That'll show him. He said I have strong quads, so I need to, so I need to maintain that as well to help my knee. But at least he said, like, I'm not the option for you. So instead of spending loads of money on sessions with him that aren't going to work. So basically, they're trying to imply that he didn't force her to carry on when she wasn't enjoying it, basically. Um, they followed up with, he's a reputable chiropractor. I would recommend him, even though it didn't work for me. Uh, and then I sent you the link to his uh, website in the group chat. So a few alarm bells there was that acupuncture thing about the 70% success rate. I mean, hmm. where the fuck's he pulled that from? Yeah, that's my first concern is where has that 70 I mean, you know, we, I, I could be wrong. You know, perhaps there is some kind of evidence that points to 70%. Perhaps he means that subjectively, he personally has had a 70% success chance. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that is a bit of a number out of to 10 pull people out. that he's treated has been okay. Yeah. It's fucking, it depends yeah, how many maybe. needles he uses. Yeah. But then pain subjective, isn't it? So... Yeah. Mm. we'll come on to acupuncture in another episode but yeah that's it. and then the other big red flag as well is the fact he told her not to run so uh, which see, is kind of like okay. I have I have my own like I look at physios that do this as well don't run they all do it don't they don't run there'll be no pain so alright just I'll just stop being me shall I do you know what I mean you're, you're not you're yeah. not fixing the problem you're just fix like fixing you're just the hiding treatment. it away under the yeah. stairs you just just stop doing what you're doing You'll be fine. Like Harry Potter. And this person, this person still runs, and they're running pretty well from the looks of it. So I'm not seeing there's like massive issues. It just seems like a. This person is also a qualified doctor, from what I saw. So they're a doctor, an actual medical doctor, and a chiropractor. So you've kind of got those. It it could be quite. I can imagine that's quite conflicting for them personally. Mate, doctors are not exempt from bullshit. I'm afraid. No, of course they're not. Appeal to authority, isn't it? Because you think they're a medical doctor as well. You think, well, they can't be a shit chiropractor because they're also a proper doctor, but. It's not even that though. It's like what continuation train? What continuation? Like I look at really, really old doctors, and I'm a bit. Mmm. Mmm. When? When was the last time you were current in your field, mate? You know, have you just sat in this GP for thirty years and spinned it? 
Um, that's a really good point to bring up there. Um, and I'm going to regret bringing this up now because I know that I'm going to get a text. Uh, what, what time do we get texts now, Andy, from Bill asking for citations? Uh, he doesn't do it to me anymore. He directly sends you because I don't send him shit anymore. Is it? <laughs> oh, he actually, do you know, he actually sent me a fax the other night. Fuck off. Oh, fuck a off. A fax. <laughs> I believe it. I don't even have a fax off. machine. Um, <laughs> sliding under your door. Bill come down to your house like... Sliding under your door. I'm trying to do my power hour and uh, you know, no, my power down hour and all I can hear is and the fucking fax machine's going off. Funny thing is I don't have a fax machine. Um, where is it coming from? I don't know. Uh, Next door yeah, going back to what you said. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Let's not get started on them. They've been doing some really weird shit again. You know, <laughs> let's move away from that. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're under investigation anyway. So, you know, we'll leave it too. you know. Maybe the birds have reported my findings. Yeah, I'm not trying to be so itchy on the fucking chair. Wobble around. Bill says I move too much. And this this one viewer says I wobble around. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, do you know what? <laughs> that's that's just nocebic, isn't it? Because you're a movement optimist, Andy. Yeah, I am, yeah. A movement optimist. <laughs> let, let Andy move. Yeah. Yeah. Movement is good. If he wants to wobble, let have be a wobble. Free. I don't need to see what a chiropractor to talking move. About? <laughs> you just bounce up and down the chair to realign yourself. <laughs> But yeah, there is actually some evidence that suggests that um, in regards to kind of like, oh, I don't want to be ageist here, but it does seem that doctors that have been in the profession longer don't tend to keep up with the most recent evidence. You know, they do seem to be quite dogmatic with their approach. Stubborn. Yeah, yeah. Ex- do you know what? That is actually a word I think might, I'm going to say might because I'm not 100% sure, that appears in that paper. But, you know, I'll go out of my way to dig that uh, citation up for you. But yeah, it is quite interesting to know I f- that. I feel like... Most people are like that in their profession. I think when they first start off, this is just my feeling of it. When yeah. they're young and they're new, they want to learn that, that, that they've got that sort of love for it. But once they kind of fit a pattern, fit a scheme, have you noticed like you'll go see a physio, they kind of, you'll hear, you'll hear like what people talk about a physio and say, oh, don't worry about the 10,000 donkey kicks you're going to do. And you sort of hear it and you're like, okay, cool. And then like, we've got one. He's like, glutes aren't firing. You're like, my shoulder hurts. He's like, your glutes aren't firing. Oh, mate. here we go. Yeah. And it, and, it, and I feel like some professions, they just have their go-to like procedure. It's, it doesn't it matter reasons. what's wrong with you. Yeah. It's just like, like the leg pulling up oh, one leg's longer than the other. They can have a fucking clue. Are they? It's almost like no one's individual. Yeah. <laughs> they just got that go-to, that go-to reason. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, funny enough, you said that as well. Is when I actually did, I actually posted that um, study, that paper that I mentioned on social media a while back, and I actually said at the time, I think this also applies to other professions, whether it be physios, personal trainers, coaches, etc. Everybody does it. I think that's yeah. The longer people tend to be in the business, perhaps more dogmatic they are. You know, could yeah. be possible. Uh, let's let's get back onto actual chiropractors. So. We've kind of alluded what we've alluded what chiropractic treatment already is. It's like it seems to be associated with the whole cracking thing, like alignments, moving people about in weird and wonderful ways to cure them of whatever ails them. Um, what we seem to tell, see the most of is anecdotal feedback. So a lot of people, um, because it's all to do with pain a lot of the time. We've been over this. Pain is very complicated. It's very subjective, and 
you normally see normally what comes to the forefront of things like social media uh, the internet, YouTube, is people having a great response. Uh, yeah. People saying, oh, I've, I've went to the chiropractor, I couldn't walk properly, and now then they end up filming them walking fine after they just had the cracking. But then they have to go back a week again, otherwise otherwise they go back to square one again. So they have to keep ro- repeating, repeating, and repeating. I feel it's like just... it's just an acute benefit a short period of time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree with that. It's exactly the same thing as like a ferragon, isn't it? Feels nice at the moment. Go next morning, like still there, isn't it? You don't... I think social media's had the biggest problem with this. Have you seen, um, have you been on YouTube? Fuck me, they like, they act like celebrities now. Yeah, where they bring out like jackhammers, they're like, right, I'm just going to put this up your anus to try and get your psoas. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, do you feel they're, this? They're, they're very, like, yes! They're very, um, they, they're getting, they're, they're all trying to one-up each other with like new and wonderful things. I've seen one guy, yeah. he's got this swivelly little chair, he like bounces around the fucking, his little uh, clinic like he's some sort of like god and he has this little uh, thermometer thing and he'll like put it down up and down their back and it'll go oh, hot spot there and then he'll make a little note on his notepad saying oh, L3 heat and then he'll do another, he'll go down again, it'll, the little, little spike on this uh, little heat thing and then he'll be like, oh, bit of heat, he goes right, now we're going to work on these areas and you're like, what, what, what the fuck does that even mean? Like what you've got, you're rubbing up and down for once. You're creating friction. So for, for one, if you go back on a spot you've just rubbed, it's going to be hot anyway. And then you're now saying that, that because there's heat there, uh, it needs to be fucking cracked. It's yeah, like, it's, so I don't get it. It's, one of the problems with chiropractic care or the chiropractic profession is that it does seem to have fallen into that into that social media gimmick. Yeah, where you need to do something to capture people's attentions, and you know, chiropractor. You know, chiropractic care is a very visual thing as well. Not just visual, but audible. Aud- what's the word I'm looking for? Audible as well. So when you do try to make yeah, these circus huge. tricks, it's a very yeah, visual and audio experience. You know, you hear the sounds, the clicking, the cracking. You see the aggressive movements of the so-called alignments. As you said, you've got people bringing out tools now. I've seen a video. So I know you was taking the piss out of this earlier, Andy, about hamming up the arse. There are videos of chiropractors and not just chiropractors but also physiotherapists literally taking fins and hammering them with an actual hammer up people's asses you know it's almost like who can be doing something for the most shock value do they actually believe that they're actually doing something when this is happening or are they doing it because it is such a performance it's almost like a magician on the stage it reminds you of faith healers in a way you know, like religious faith healers, when they take someone onto the stage and then they bring out that placebo effect and they show you these wow, amazing things, wowzers, they're putting their hand on their head and telling them all this stuff and they're able to faint and they've seen God, etc. And it's a similar thing with a chiropractor. You know, they're doing these weird and wonderful things that are just, it's amazing to watch. Sometimes not because it's generally amazing, but because you're, it's like watching a car crash, you can't look away. Look at that video you played earlier at the beginning of the episode, Bill. You know, look at the videos of people getting their rectum hammered in with a chisel. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can't look the away. Sound it's like as well is a, a big one. Crash. Don't you think? I think the biggest thing is the yeah. sound because you automatically think something's happening because of that sound. And there's, like, the there's montages on YouTube now of they'll play literally just a montage of cracks and people will love it. They'll be lapping up thinking, oh, I really wish I could get an adjustment. I really wish I could go see a chiropractor. And it's like, why? You don't know. All you're doing is because you're seeing some guy doing it on in the fact, internet. You don't- <laughs> didn't you bring up the point of ASMR? Yeah, ASMR was a big one. That is huge in that community because... So saying about the ASMR community, even Andy said that he loves the sounds of cracking. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. I do. 
People like the sound of it, yeah. So we we all went through that period, don't we? Like fucking like your brothers or your sisters, your mums, like my back, top of my back's aching because they've been sat down all day. And we do that thing, don't we? Arms across the chest, you hug round them, tell them to breathe in, and then as they breathe in, you fucking lift yeah. them up and yank them back. We've all done it. Yeah, yeah. Does that make us all chiropractors? Is it? I feel like it does. But well, we've all been there. You know, it's all... funny you say that. I'd make a good chiropractor. I mean, look, I've got my spine here. This is a good one for the video, Bill. I've got the spine. I've got my tools. Look, all you've got to do is get the gas plug reamer of a combi tool and you put it into the... You, you can't see the L4, so I'll put it into the the cervical C fucking 5 instead and like you jam it got in there. no idea of you. <laughs> and, you know, for people that are watching, obviously ain't going to enjoy this as much. But here we go. We can put it into the vertebrae here. Look, I'm a fucking chiropractor. Check that shit out. I can screw it all back in. I can realign them. Look oh, at look at that pop. Did you hear <laughs> that pop? Bit of oil. Pop? Good. Oh. Oh, Did you I hear that, the pop? That. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's your subluxation. But thing is, if it wasn't fucking 60 quid an hour or whatever they want, or like 60 pounds to just have a consultation, I'd be willing to give it a go. Like, I quite enjoy it. See, that's the thing. A lot of people bring up the price, don't they? Yeah. 30 I've, to 80 pounds seems to be the average. I've had it before where someone was just doing them sort of the, the spots on me so I like, lay down and they just pushed on my back and that I got the cracks that I wanted it felt nice I, saying that when I was in Iraq the the Pakistani like hairdressers that were there they do this weird thing where they crack your neck as well I don't think they're qualified but they did just a good of a job <laughs> I've had that in a Turkish barber shop it's great though I've got it, it does yeah. feel great <laughs> It's an instantaneous release, isn't it? But we're going to come into actually what that's doing later on. Um, yeah. Before we get before we get into digging a bit deeper, I want to just make a, a comment of what the NHS... So the NHS is the National Health Service in the UK, if you weren't aware. Um, and they've got a statement on chiropractors on their uh, website. So they've put, it's considered a type of complementary and alternative medicine, which means it's not a conventional medical treatment. And that they put that in the same bracket as things like herbal medicine and things. So that's what the NHS yeah. looks at chiropractors as. They don't look, they look at it as a proper medicine like treatment. It's alternative. Actually, can I just quickly jump on? Because there's something I would like to have said at the beginning of the podcast. Actually, yeah, um, at least in regards to a lot of the comments I'm going to make or my feelings on chiropractors, is that there are actually some good chiropractors out there, some evidence based chiropractors, uh, people that have broken away from traditional chiropractic care, such as the whole thing about misalignments and subluxation. So, yeah, if I've just quickly give this as a takeaway, is that a lot of my criticisms here is to do with more traditional chiropractic care. You know, at the same time, there are some people, there are some fantastic chiropractors at the moment, particularly that are on doing social media. So people like, you know, Michael Ray from Barbell Medicine, uh, Aaron, please let me pronounce his name right, because he's a really good one. Aaron Kubel or Aaron Kubel, he's been doing some really comedic videos, which is basically taking the piss out of uh, traditional chiropractic care. But he is a chiropractor and he kind of admits that a lot of the traditional care he learned at school is just useless doesn't necessarily mean that he's completely out of job it just means that he can still provide clinical care for people but he can just do it in a more evidence-based way or go with what the evidence suggests rather than just sticking to these old outdated pseudoscientific claims Andy, I wonder what type of uh, chiropractor Pat Vellner is. Because he just finished, didn't he? He's a yeah. qualified chiropractor now, isn't he? Pat well, Vellner, CrossFit out. athlete. He's still a games athlete, so I don't think he's going to want to do that, is he? I'd be like, no, well, no, of no. course not, yeah. Fuck but, that. Uh, Unless, when he listens to this podcast, he'll find, out, he'll find out how much of a joke he is, so he'll be all right. 
Tom mentioned a couple of things there, which is uh, important to know going forward is that you've got two types of chiropractors in, in our sort of opinion anyway. It's you have the evidence-based ones and you've got the traditional ones who believe in something called subluxation, uh, which is what Tom alluded to there. So the, basically the premise of vertebral subluxation is that a bone has shifted out of place. Um, and this misaligned vertebrae is now impeding nerve flow and subsequently upon bodily function. So their whole premise is that because you've got a misalignment, it's fucking your whole body up and that, that's yeah. why you're in shit state. Your bones are out of place. Yeah, your bones are out of place. Now, um, first of all, with well, what I do want to quickly throw into the mix here straight away, and it kind of goes in towards what we've spoken about before with the biopsychosocial model. So straight away, with chiropractic care, sorry, traditional chiropractic care, in regards to subluxation, straight away it's assuming there's a mechanical fault. There's some form of damage or physical misalignment. Straight Causing away, pain. yeah. Straight away it throws out the psychological effects, the social effects. It's only focused on that biomechanical model straight away. But yeah, I mean, do you know what? I I could go into this all night with the evidence that is against this. I don't want to call it care. I want to call it a tradition. That's what it basically is. It is a tradition, subluxation. You know, there's not a lot of evidence behind it. I mean, look, first paper I've got here is Mertz, 2009, an epidemiological examination of the subluxation construct using Hill's criteria of causation. And straight away it concludes, there is a significant lack of evidence to fulfill the basic criteria of causation. This lack of crucial supportive epidemiological evidence prohibits the accurate promulgation of the chiropractic subluxation. So straight away, it shows that there's no there's no strong evidence for, for subluxation being effective. Sorry, for not being a legitimate a legitimate. What's the fucking word I'm looking for here for? for looking for here, guys. That sort of practice. It's. It, it's just bollocks. <laughs> the evidence suggests that it's bollocks. Yeah, it's bollocks. Do not put a further nail on the coffin as well. It's the, it's the whole thing with they. There's a, I think it was on that that guy Michael Ray. Is it Michael Ray? Is that his name? Yeah, Michael Ray. Yeah. Yeah. So he said a comment saying that in the actual office environment, like the clinic environment, you can't actually put a vertebrae in or out of place unless you have the force of a car. Like yeah, it's literally not yeah. physically possible to actually move it with your hands in a clinical setting unless you have got the pu- the power of a one-ton vehicle. The evidence also seems to suggest that even if you were trying to f- find what was out of alignment, it's not very accurate. It's not accurate using your hands. So you know when like a chiropractor will rub you down and go, oh yes, this feels like it's out of alignment, this vertebrae here, I need to pop it back in. There's actually evidence, I don't know why I did that voice, you know. Because that's what um, it sounds like. There's actually evidence to show that it's not an accurate way to assess whether a vertebra is out of alignment at all. So straight away, the whole idea of subluxation just falls apart under evidence. And then second, even if it was a fin, there's not actually a really accurate way to diagnose with your hands, which is common amongst chiropractors, to find out if something is out of alignment. So straight away, that's two big fucking, you know, that's two big fuck-ups in regards to chiropractic care. What um, what machines do we use to, like, look at bones and shit like that? MRI and all that sort of stuff, yeah? <laughs> oh, it, x-rays as well. Yeah, x-rays. That's another big thing, yeah. So... If, if fucking yeah, they, so they actually get trained in that in some yeah. schools, don't they? So in America, Which is problematic. I know, they, they actually. If we've got these big machines that do this, look through our body to check this stuff, 
why have we why do we spend so much money like building them when you can just get a chiropractor to run the fingers down your back and say, yep, they're fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Ten minute job. Well, it's funny you say that, Andy, because as Bill just said, like chiropractor, well, this is another problem, is chiropractors are, they're quite known for just like performing imaging willy-nilly. So when I say imaging, it's like what you kind of said, they're like x-rays, other kind of imaging as well. But the problem is with imaging... Is some if you've there's actually been studies as well where like X-rays have been sent off to several different radiologists. So they're the people that actually get to look at the X-ray and find out what is wrong. The problem is there's evidence to show that depending on who is looking at the same picture, they'll all find different things wrong with it. Because they want to find the problem with chiropractic care. Is a lot of time with exactly they want to find something wrong, and this goes in line with those those messages that myself and Bill have received. You know that they want to find something wrong. They need something physical to fix that is outside of the psychosocial model. It has to be something wrong. There has to be a leg discrepancy. There has to be something misaligned, etc. Now, the problem with using imaging willy-nilly is, as I said, if you want to find a problem, you will find one, even if there necessarily isn't one. Um, I mean, something I've... I think I might have uh, mentioned this on the Nocebo and Placebo podcast. A paper by Canero, which uh, kind of explains the eight guidelines he rec- they recommend for clinical care, is not to do imaging unless there's like a strong suspicion that there is some form of mechanical damage. The reason being is one, you might end up trying to treat something that doesn't necessarily Exist. cause the patient their issue, or it even exist. The eye wants to see what the eye wants to see at the end of the day. Well, that, I think that's why a lot of chiropractors use it when they don't even need to because it's another it's another way of making the patient have that placebo of they can that point buy-in. to things on a chart which the patient has no yeah. idea what they're looking at. And they go, if you look at this bit of the spine here, it's a little bit misaligned there. And if I put my hands down it, it feels a bit misaligned. And the patient thinks there's something yes. wrong with them. Next thing you know, they crack it and then they're like, oh, I'm fixed. Not only so that, massive placebo but what, there do we, what do we know about the nocebo effect as well? If someone actually points to a picture of your back and says, oh, Look at that vertebra right there. That's causing your low back pain. It's caused your lower back pain. What is the chances that you're going to go to bed at night thinking, oh, fucking hell, I'm feeling a bit of pain in my back now saying that. And that's your 10 package buying for a chiropractor. Boom. I'm in the wrong fucking business. Uh, So we mentioned lower back pain a little bit there. um, And Tom mentioned earlier about the two different types of chiropractors. So what I, from my understanding is an evidence-based chiropractor, if you go in with lower back pain, they will say to you, well, they will use probably the bio, the bio psycho, social, social model, fucking tongue twister. Uh, and they'll probably have like a, a long subjective interview of you where, where you could maybe identify red flags such as, oh, I, don't know, I saw my doctor a few months ago. He told, he, you know, he said that I've got lower back pain and blah, blah, blah. They could basically, you could see other reasons to why you're having pain other than, as Tom said, a mechanical reason. So a, an evidence-based chiropractor will listen to this and take this on board. Whereas a, a shit chiropractor, uh, to put it, will go lower back pain right get yourself in the bed they'll feel your back and they'll crack it a few plates they probably won't even crack it where the lower back is they'll probably just crack it anywhere and go that's it that's you sorted can i just make another point there as well another thing is is that with traditional chiropractic care it takes a lot of the self-efficacy away from the patient because it makes them reliant on seeing the chiropractor now a good a good evidence-based chiro will kind of give that self-efficacy or help 
that patient discover self-efficacy. You know, it's a bit of a journey. Make them feel more confident, make them be more optimistic, to keep them calm. There isn't the goal isn't to have them constantly seeing them for the rest of their life. Do you know what I mean? But with traditional chiropractic care, it's like, oh no, 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 you need me. I am your mechanic. You need me. Only I can fix you. Yeah. yeah. People make it a weekly thing, don't they? When they go to yeah. see one every week to get their like weekly manipulation or weekly alignment. It's like, well, your body's not, con- your spine's not constantly going out of alignment. So, <laughs> so I'm going to put my two pence in here. Um, I, I understand why there are chiropractors. I think it's, it's fucking cool to have them. I don't think they're rated at the price they are. Definitely not. Um, I think they're more of a gimmick these days than actual here to actually help. I don't think people... Yeah, social someone, media's not helped. Yeah, I don't think that people need to... Like, if you're going once a week or once a month and it's a regular thing, there's got to be a problem there because the idea of, like, any sort of medicine, even, like, personal trainers, any sort of the fitness health industry is the idea is for that person that's helping you is to make themselves redundant. That's the overall goal is to make that person either self-aware... 100%. Or, or like, to be able to give that person the 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 foundation, the ground roots to move forward. If you've got someone that's like, come in next week, I'll book you in. Yeah. They are there to take your fucking money. That is it. All right. And I, I get it. I 100%, I fucking love a good cracking session. I will listen to that every now and again. And it, it just listen to it makes me feel nice. I crack my bones every time I can. I try and do my upper back because I know it's tight. It does give me a, a small amount of release for a small period of time. It's amazing. That All of that is amazing. But don't give me that shit like saying you're this fucking amazing person that's going to fix my life. Because if spine I'm fuck- wizard. Yeah, if, if I've got a fucking bent spine, it's going to take more than you to go pop, 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 crack, crack, crack up my back to fucking square me away over 10 weeks at £60 a fucking session. We've got it. The evidence doesn't even support that working, all that alignment bollocks, you know all, that, I mean? all that cracking. and that, There's no evidence to actually support that doing anything other than making a nice sound and giving you a bit of... It's mainly placebo, let's be honest. On the current evidence, yeah. all of that uh, relief that people are getting is... And of course you're getting placebo because, let's be honest, if you're going in there with pain and you're going in with an expectation that this person is going to fix your pain and then they get hands on you, manually move your body in certain ways, you hear noises, you assume they're a doctor, your, your expectation is your pain's going to go away. So automatically, the chances are your pain's going to go away for a bit because you've got all these buy-ins, all these little things like you paid things money, pushing, you've got professional. Oh, you feel that? That's good. That that noise is great. You're, that's them reinforcing their their yeah. fucking your head and your you've, body. You've bought think. into an experience and you and, and you want the experience to work. So that's why it seems that most people have that short-term response. However, we're seeing. We, I mean, we, you listen to the things I said at the beginning. People have had hip problems. I mean, I've even had one person say they heard of someone getting fucking paralysed after having the neck cracked. Yeah, mm, it happens. Instagram has made chiropractor look sexy. Sexy. Yeah, it's the like celebrities yeah. now, aren't they? They, they buzz yeah. off it. They're loving it. Yeah. Go on YouTube, type in chiropractors, and they, they spin around their offices. They have massive yeah. channels of hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Yeah. They're performers. Yeah. Once again, we're talking about the, the traditional chiropractors, not the, the, not the good guys. That video that you sent... Of the two-week-old baby, oh, I fucking fucked it. Have we? Oh, Jeez. okay, yeah. I awful. fucking lost my shit. I've never been so angry in all my life. Yeah. What did it? Wasn't he holding the baby by the legs? Yeah. Hanging it upside down. Um, sort of like. Do you know what? Just while we're on this subject, there is something I want to bring up, and that is, and it is quite scary as well. Um, in regards to traditional chiropractic care, once again, it it's really common amongst infants. 
my reasons being is that there's a claim that uh, you know chiropractic care can you know cure colic and stuff like that which by the way there's no evidence that kind of proves that either you know once again we'll put all studies in the show notes if you want to see that but yeah it's, it is popular amongst infants and children as well so that is quite scary i just want to quickly go back a step though i just want to say look i'm not saying that not me i think neither of us neither of us are saying that you're not going to feel better by using chiropractic care because you know placebo is a big thing at the end of the day an acute yeah. better, isn't it? Very acute. Someone said 30 seconds, didn't they? Yeah. A lot of the messages seconds. I've seen, a lot of people said, you know, it's very short term. It's very acute. Very quick, but short term. And the thing is, because chiropractic traditional, I'm going to say once again, I've got, I feel like I've got to keep fucking, you know, putting out a disclaimer here. But, you know, it's it's a very, it's, it's like a perform a performance art with chiropractic care. You know, they're putting their hands on you. You're hearing sounds. As we say, it's a very audible and a visual, um, you know, form of treatment. So that effect on placebo is massive. We do, look, chiropractic care may very well give you a perceived feeling of, let's say, relieved low back pain. But from the studies we have here, it actually shows that spinal manipulative therapy is actually no different from any other care. So we're not saying that it doesn't do anything, but perhaps it doesn't do it through the way that traditional chiropractors have claimed it does it. You know, perhaps it's working, as the evidence suggests, just via placebo, not because something has been realigned, not due to subluxation. You know, placebo is a bloody big, powerful thing. And the factors that go into chiropractic care, such as those video, uh, sorry, visual and audible feedback, plays a massive role in that. I don't feel it ever changed, Tom, either, because we, we, I mean, if you listen to people like Michael Ray, they don't do any of this normal stuff, but they're very reputable. But if, if a new chiropractor comes to the game and they want to make money, the only way they're going to get repeat patients is by giving them something that they can, they can latch onto. The sounds, the visual, the hands-on, all these yeah. funky tools. That's what keeps people latched on. The YouTube videos, them, them channels would not be a success if they weren't ragging old ladies across the fucking the, the clinic. Yeah. I mean, like, grab them by the head. You see when they get like, the big belt things, they wrap around yeah. the neck and they like stand back and they just... Oh, yeah, down. Jesus Christ. This, this sort of stuff is getting them loads of views. Loads of people want to go to see them because they think it looks... Because it's mechanic, something's mechanically sexy. happening and you can looks visually see it. sexy, yep. doesn't it? Yeah, and they got the beds. Have you seen the beds with the big springs yeah. on them? They make the noise so when they put oh, them yeah. down. They go, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the fucking. There's this one in America, yeah. So he literally has his bed, and all it does, he puts up like a wooden jolt, and it goes like like yeah. that, and it lifts them up, and then as he pushes down, it just goes pump, like just so he pushes it. That back sounds down. barbaric, and it yeah, it literally is like literally a latch, boom. Latch, boom, latch. And and yeah, yeah. these are the things that people are like, oh my God, he's doing loads of stuff to me. Oh my God, this is, you know. Yeah. And There's feedback here. There's sounds going on. Microphones on their back, sticking microphones so the sounds are even amplified louder. So people are really going, oh my God, this is amazing. Guys, if you're listening to this right now and you've not heard our placebo and no episode, I'll put it in the show notes. You need to go back and listen because this whole episode, we're, yeah. we're so, <laughs> this, we are talking so much about placebo here that if you listen to the episode, you'll understand. It's a prerequisite. What was yeah, you should really listen to that first. I mean, fuck me, I should have said at the start, but yeah. But then this is why I kind of fucking, because I'm a big believer in the placebo effect, that I kind of understand why this is what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just don't bullshit us with all this fucking bullshit mumbo jumbo sciencey bollocks. Just turn around up straight and go, I'm going to make you feel good for a little while. You're probably going to come back to me wanting more because it's going to be nice. 
You know, don't charge so much fucking money as well. Yeah, don't be fucking rude and charge me 60 quid just to say, yeah, you've got a spine. And it's different. You know why, mate? It's because they get told they're a doctor, a doctor of chiropractor, whatever the fucking... Fucking anyone can be a doctor. You can be a doctor of zinc tape, can't you? Fucking losers. (laughs) (laughs) That's another episode coming in the pipeline. I'll take that course. I can now become Dr. Tom Reardon, not Coach Tom Reardon. Fucking imagine. I'm doing it. I'm doing it next week. Do it right now. I'm getting onto a, what is it, kinesio tape. I'm doing a kinesio tape. Yeah, yeah, kinesio tape or something, isn't it? I want to see that. Dr. Tom Reardon of kinesio tapeology. Ooh. I like that. It's got a ring to it. And then Mm. you can do weird shit in the gym. (laughs) No, because we'll have to take him off the podcast and just hound him with loads of shit. I will come onto the podcast with my stethoscope on. Oh, never use oh. it. Don't do know how to use it. Do we Not like hex, to use it. hex bar fucking like oh. one legged fucking push yeah. press with only one weight on one side and like, I don't know, eating an ice cream as well. Just some weird shit like that and say that it's good <laughs> for the brain. In my doctor's coat. Yeah, yeah. In your doctor's coat, yeah. Why wearing it backwards? <laughs> I think what we're getting at here, if you haven't realised, is the whole um, appeal to authority fa- fallacy where if someone's got a title or someone is, you know, they've done a qualification, they've done a course, people just assume that they know what they're talking about without actually digging deeper. And that's probably why the chiropractors seem to do so successful because of how much they've got back and behind them in terms of f- social media, titles. And if there's no evidence, like if you're new to it and there's no evidence... How like I can understand like you want to be a chiropractor you've seen it you don't understand it you go to you go to uni they teach you all about it yeah wicked right I'm a brand new chiropractor I'm reading up on stuff oh wait a sec this actually doesn't do fuck all all right mm. but I've paid loads of money I'm in loads of debt so I'm just gonna fucking jump in and believe it is it is this the process I, I don't understand well, it the, well. Andy, it's good. You've mentioned that's a good point. So I've actually got a quote here from an actual science-based chiropractor, and they've put, as licensed pr- uh, practitioners, we have a choice: either perform interventions that have gone through rigor- uh, the rigors of scientific testing, or utilize ill-founded methodology and obtain a dodgy response at best, i.e., placebo effect. Would you rather know your inv- uh, your intervention is truly doing something? Or would you claim it is and simply hope that something positive will occur? Choose science. It is the only way our field can advance to the forefront of medical practice. So what they're referring to there is, is that if they want chiropractors to not be alternative medicine and to actually be like a proper medicine, people need to to actually do stuff that's gone through the rigors of scientific testing and stop using this old, old stuff that's not actually doing anything. But this isn't fair. This isn't fair to the general public. This isn't fair to the people that don't understand and that, do you know what? They shouldn't have to understand. These are medical professionals that have that have gone through university that we rely on in our society to be held accountable. Should be held accountable then, is that what you said? Yeah, massively. Yeah. Now, I think there's something should be done. There, there's got to be something about this, the fact that they are leading you down a bad path, you know? You like I shouldn't have to check into a doctor because all these checks should be in place. He should be good to a to a standard. Do you know what I mean? The NHS have a standard. We as the fucking UK have a standard of practice that people have to meet. Why is it now that chiropractors is like, well, it doesn't really work. Oh, but it's okay. Yeah, it's hard. To, it, I get what you mean. 
Yeah, because that it makes it so hard for the general public to go to a chiropractor. They, they almost have to then do their own research to see, is this an evidence-based one or is this just a normal one? Because if it's not uh, an evidence-based one... You can't ask the general public to become a fucking can't, doctor can't. themselves yeah. to say whether they're going to yeah. do it or not. Yeah, become a fucking investigator. <laughs> it's not fair. We, we don't do that. We don't, we don't do that. That's how society works, you know? We have trust in other people that have the qualifications. Well, that's why the NHS says that this is alternative medicine. It's almost like a way to say to you, look, it's not really proper medicine. Yeah. Obviously, there are some who do good stuff, but they're trying to put people off the, the majority of it by saying, look, you can do it if you really want to, but we don't offer it on the NHS, and it's something you could do maybe if you really need to, but we don't recommend it. And that's their way of saying, look, it's... You know, it's not a hundred percent legit, which it isn't, because there's not there's not going to be many evidence based chiropractors, because that means you actually have to bother your ass, do the research, and change your everything you were taught at chiropractor school. You've now got to change. You know, so see, it's very hard to say to someone go and do the research because you could type something to Google, and the top search could be something completely full of bullshit. You know, imagine typing in pain joint squatting, and the first thing that comes up is squat you. Yeah, you're right. No, because that's exactly what I was like. He popped up on my Instagram. I thought he was a le- legit bloke that fucking absolutely fucking loads of followers s- spoke gold. Like you look at his comments, you look at his history. This guy knows what he's on about. And then until sort of six months down the line, you're like, wait, I'm still on a PVC pipe. Come on, squat you. Do I get to have a touch of our bell? And then you realise, wait a second, he doesn't want anyone to actually fucking lift ever. He just wants to chat shit all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but that six months, I wasted, I wasted enough time believing in his bullshit, you know? And, mm. and only now have I, I'm 33 years old and it's only been that since we started this podcast, have I ever only even, even only slightly started to dig into actual fucking meta-analysis and I still don't understand them fully myself. You know, some of it is fucking That's why we've got Tom Andy. Yeah, and it's massively overwhelming, massively overwhelming. So now you are someone that isn't in the fitness industry, that doesn't do it as their full-time job, that doesn't actually love it, to turn around and go, I'm thinking of going to see a chiropractor, let me get on Google for six months. You know, it... It just doesn't fucking happen. Yeah, you're totally right, Andy. You're totally right. It's actually really, it's, it's actually quite scary, isn't it? When you think about it, how much, how, I mean, that's obviously the reason we started this podcast was to tackle misinformation, but not everyone's going to listen to this. They'll, if they Google chiropractors, we won't come up as the first chat thing. No, what will come we up should, is, we should do. Book your consultations. We should do. Yeah. They'll say, <laughs> book your consultation today. Yeah. And then you'll go to that consultation. Next thing you know, you've got, one leg longer than the other. You've got an arm attached to your ear. You need fucking. A t- you need a ten week band to sort yourself out. out your ass. Yeah, and that's this is the fucking problem, isn't it? It's just, it's it's impossible. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of an ethical dilemma, actually. Yeah, it is. Um, and this is something that I had a couple of discussions with on the social media about this particular kind of care as well. And um, it's if people find some form of benefit, even if it is just placebo then is it a live and let live scenario? Now, do you know what? With things like things like massage and stuff like that, I can kind of go, yeah, do you know what? Fucking let people just live. Do you know what I mean? It's not that harm. But with chiropractic care, it's, it's not as black and white for me. I believe, once again, you know, I, I'm talking about traditional chiropractic care, not the good guys. You know, it does seem to be there's a lot more fucking harm than good because, okay, you might get that acute bit of relief from something like back pain, but one, there's a massive amount of buy-in. Straight away, the idea is to get you hooked because you need your mechanic for as long as possible. 
Two, the damage that can be done with this whole nocebic narrative of, you know, oh no, this is misaligned, etc. It can it can make you fearful of movement. You know, there's the psychological and social element of the biopsychosocial model. Because someone's told you your 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 back is whack, I've actually heard one fucking chiropractic performer say, straight away, what kind of message does that give to that person? You know? Straight away you're telling someone you're fucked, you're you're bound to feel pain. And second of all, proving that narrative to be true, even though it may not necessarily not be, by actually fucking offering something like imaging, like an X-ray. It's one thing to feel someone and say, "Oh, oh, that sounds that that feels a bit dodgy there." It's another thing to point at something r- random blip on an X-ray and say, "Do you see this tiny little darkened area here? That that's 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 your vertebrae, you know, completely fucked. That is, you know, it's almost dangerous. It's like giving." It's like giving the kids the keys to the fucking armory. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're you're giving them control of something that could be very very harmful in the long run. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just because it kind of gives people that buying of oh, do you know what? I am fucked. I've better sign up for the ten pack deal. All you know? about money, isn't it? I'm. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm I'm with you on it. I I fucking want to hate chiropractors, but I also understand why they're here. Is it is that? I fuck, no, I do. I fucking hate them. But if they were cheaper, I'd probably go to one myself. Yeah. But I wouldn't <laughs> go and listen to that, oh, your fucking back's this, your neck's that, your neck's this. I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm literally here to get bent up and made to feel good. I literally want to get folded into cracked. I want to get folded into a pretzel and I want to come out with no <laughs> spine. You know? Do you know what though? Um that's another that's another big problem because I I think there is a place in the world for chiropractors. But maybe not the traditional chiropractors that go off of this sublux subluxation idea. I do think there is a place for chiropractors that kind of go off of the biopsychosocial model and actually look into the evidence. But kind of what you just mentioned there, the problem is people already have this expectation of what a chiropractor is and yeah, what they do. Cracked. Can you imagine going to a chiropractor thinking, I can't fucking wait to get folded like a pretzel, and they sit you down and go, have you heard of the biopsychosocial model? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Also, going back on it, there is a lot of expectation of, of as to what a chiropractor actually does. And I think that does play into the placebo a hell of a lot as well. People are expecting to get cracked. And common consensus is, and you kind of prove this with your poll bill, that you know most people think it's a good idea to see a chiropractor and that's because you're going to get your back cracked. You know, I mean, um, my poll was a little bit different. Um, it was quite, it was it was almost fifty fifty, you know. But like forty six percent of people on mine said that they they would go and see a chiropractor. You know, you know why though, Tom? My it's, followers it's, are the majority, smarter. The majority, well, the, to be fair, the majority of your followers are just the shit smart. You out is always a get, you always put stuff against this kind of thing. Yeah, I know. Somebody, so let me see. Yeah, so you, you your people, if you put a poll up, they're automatically thinking, I think Tom doesn't like this, so we're going to go with Tom because Tom knows what he's talking about. See. Yeah, so it's, it, the polls could be very. Um, you have to be careful when we tell yeah. you these polls because it's it's depending on the audience. It's obviously going to be massive. Like my audience is predominantly like fitness <coughs> people. There's a lot of CrossFitters on there, and CrossFitters love anything that fucking has bells and whistles. So I mean, fuck knows. Um, yeah, I put a poll up, and seventy four percent liked ice creams over fudge cake. So, but <laughs> good to see Andy's at the forefront of uh, scientific research. <laughs> what what ice cream are we talking about, though, Andy? Because to be honest with you, if the Hagen fudge das, cake is warmed up in a microwave, like Hagen Dazs, do you know the good stuff? What flavour? Oh, it's got to be chocolate. They did like a limited edition Bailey's one a while back, which was bad. Nah. 
You don't have alcohol with ice cream. Fucking screw the nut, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Rum and raisin. What? Rum and raisin? Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> don't know speaking of rum Tom have you got some your spine is hiding some rum from what I can see in the background there do you want to, do you want to... what is that let me have a look hang on my, my screen's actually minimised <laughs> oh, well, oh that's a bit of rum what talking is that? about cracking I'll tell you what is cracking cannonball coffee maximum charm oh. and cannonball coffee rum of which you could get a 10% discount using the code oh I forgot it do you guys know <laughs> primal 10 numericals do you know what I'm going to perform some subluxation right now. <laughs> right. First of all, some some Dutch courage. Uh, you need to stop drinking on the podcast, I, mate. I know we okay. spoke about my drinking problem beforehand, but, you know. The disclaimer, Tom's not got a drinking problem. Before people start sending messages of worry. Oh, the last time I did this... He on literally the- was steaming last right. episode. And he's drinking again this time. <laughs> what are we going for here? The, the, cer- the cervical area, the thoracic area? Let's just do the whole fucking lot. Let's start with the vertebra. Right. He's perceiving it as better. He's not saying anything, so I'm assuming that he's fixed. He just needs another nine more sessions. Just book him in for it. You good for that? He's not moving, so I'm assuming that's a yes. I'll tell you what, I'll even throw in a pack of maximum charge coffee, of which I use for my pre-workout. Why do you use it as a pre-workout, Tom? What, what is the reason behind using that product as a pre-workout? Because evidence suggests that caffeine is the main driver for performance in exercise, at least in regards yeah. to an ergogenic aid in supplementation. I recommend three to six milligrams of caffeine per kg of body weight for b- benefits of performance. Can you tell us this isn't scripted, by the way? This isn't scripted at all. This is actually going really well. It's going really well, Tom. Yeah, keep going, mate. But I'm not, also, maximum charge is the most caffeinated coffee... In the UK, it's almost it? a lethal weapon that you drink, <laughs> and it will make you a lethal weapon. If you're if you're going to go commit some violence, I highly recommend some maximum charge coffee. I'm pretty sure this is what the SAS drank before the Iranian embassy Iranian embassy siege in the 80s. I fucked that up. That would have gone so well then <laughs> until I flubbed up. Well, at least, at least you proved it wasn't scripted. I'll Tom. be honest with you. My fucking mouth is burning from that rum, that Cannonball Coffee rum, of which you could also use our 10% discount Primal 10. <laughs> my, my, my heart is on fire. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Oh. Do you know what else is fucking crazy, guys? Uh, this next one, Animal Chiropractors. <laughs> it's a new one. No. So if you, you no, go on YouTube and type it, Type in animal chiropractor and you'll see a bloke jumping on a fucking horse or anything really and making them like, I, I don't even know, I don't even know what to say because we've, we've established that manual therapy in terms of the, the, the alignments and stuff doesn't do much, but you can get placebo of perceived feeling of relief. How the fuck is a horse going to tell you it feels better? How can you tell if a horse is feeling good? I don't, I, I feel. This, this sounds, oh my God, you're right. They're doing it to a pug. Go on, Tom, it's get up. Let's have a look. Yeah, it shows the video. It literally shows us in society we can fucking sell anything. We live in oh, a society, yeah. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And we, um, we were all talking about earwax, earwax candles being a thing. Like you couldn't sell it. Holy hell. fuck. They're doing it to an elephant of all things. Oh, I mean, so every- we already said you can't even do a human without like being having the force of a car. So they think they're going to be able to fucking do an elephant. He's digging a single knuckle into an elephant like that's fucking doing anything. This sounds like some kind of conspiracy theory I would have touted at the beginning of the episode. But this is real life. This is real. I feel like you'd have to take a sledgehammer to the elephant to ever feel anything. Oh, God. 
Do you think that's just running up his spine going, pop, 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 pop? Yeah, you're all sorted, mate. They're actually adjusting a horse. Is that an, is that, that's got to be in America, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Jeez. Only fucking in America that idiot shit like this happens. How does he know? I mean, <laughs> it feels pretty good here. Like, what? What, <laughs> what are you talking about? Is it animal cruelty to know about a horse? Let's go back. Good boy. Here you go. Poor horse. Do you know what? Are they fucking arguing during, during the station <laughs> of a horse? That's about the truth. You keep piping up, Daryl, and there's going to be two backcrackings. Was that he part did nothing. Of the, he literally it, moved its skin. Yeah. He wiggled He's its mane. It a rub. He wiggled his mane. <laughs> People literally <laughs> stroke horses at that at that pressure. Are they now chiro- animal chiropractors? I don't, I don't get so it. So I don't know which is worse: that guy trying to pretend that he's cracking an animal's back. Or the fact that someone paid for that man to come onto their property and crack their animals back. Both of them need to be put down. Do you know what? The horse Fucking as well? Hell. No, leave the horse. The horse can fend for itself. It's had hundreds of years of roaming around. It's fine. It doesn't need a chiropractor to come into the bush and start snapping necks. Well, this is it, mate, isn't it? I mean, where does it stop? Where... This is this is the problem with social media. People always want to do that next thing, which gets them in the limelight. And if, whether that's shaking a baby upside down, the or aligned on elephant's light. back, the al- oh fuck sake. Oh, there you go. You're so that's joke. so cringe, so cringe. Do you think we could get that horse on the podcast to talk about its experience? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> the perceived definitely. feeling of relief. <laughs> I think it would say nay. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Fucking dad jokes, budush. The rum's kicked in. Yeah, um, yeah, it has actually. We better wrap this up. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Right. I feel I feel like we've gone into to a lot of depth there. Once again, thank you to everyone who got involved with the uh, the polls and sentence and thing. We hope this episode's of use, especially if you're one of my followers. And a lot of you said you would use one. Maybe you'll rethink it, unless you know an evidence-based one. Who knows? Uh, Tom, I know you... Have you got any further points? Because I know you... Um, um, quite close trigger to points? Heart, this, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, look, first of all, just to quickly highlight from this episode, there is a place for chiropractors in this world. Um, however, traditional chiropractic care that relies on subluxation hasn't got a lot of evidence going for it. I know that, but it can do a lot more harm than good with the narratives they give out there. And plus, there is some cases of actual physical harm being caused by chiropractic care. Um, admittedly, though, some of it does sound quite good. Um, you know, I've, I've had my missus stand on my back a couple of times, and you know, it does feel nice. But when you've got it's people, it's free, that isn't it? Exactly. Well, it depends where you go to, really. Um, I mean, there's some places in Soho. Do you know what? Enough of that. But you know, some of the claims of spinal <laughs> manipulation therapy, you know, uh, evidence for it uh, being beneficial for scoliosis is not really supported. Same with asthma, blood pressure, you know. Colic, as I mentioned earlier, is another one. There's no evidence to support it. It benefits that. Uh, even things like autism. They, some chiropractors claim that subluxation can cure autism, which is just what, what, fucking stupid. What? Yeah, ADHD as well. All of these will be in the show notes, Bill, for people that want to go down a rabbit hole of absolute fucking lunacy. You know, um, there's you, you may feel a perceived benefit, you know, yeah. Of, that is it. Yeah, is alleviation it. Be from honest. pain. It's placebo. Be honest, you know? Yeah. 
It's Don't, probably turn around and be like, I'm going to fucking square your autistic child away. That is someone who needs to have their fucking license taken yeah. off them straight away. It's, they it's, turn around and horrendous. go, I'm going to fucking sort your kids out from colic or whatever. Yeah. Fucking license taken away from you. I, I'm going to fucking sort your asthma out. License gone. Yeah, I mean, no look, fucking around. Look, I'll be honest with you. I'm extremely surprised that certain practices here are even allowed to continue from an ethical standpoint. How do they, I don't understand how they get away with it. I really don't. I really don't. But is this it is because what makes it's it been to... around too long? Do you think it's because, and there's too many of them? There's like... Well, it's because they've got a license, haven't they? They're actually like medical. Yeah. It's very difficult to, because they could just be like, well, at my thing, I was taught that this is actually okay. This is fine. And they're like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah but why aren't they reviewing it? Like everything else gets reviewed, you know? We should do. I don't know. I don't know, mate. I mean, it's this is why I, I could never, I could never Let's get the government on. Paying Next for episode, government. <laughs> All government. of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. The whole cupboard. All of them. All of them. Because yeah. the we need to we need to finally discuss Let's get the whole cupboard. What in. they've been doing to the birds since the sixties. You know, we can just mash it into one big episode. <laughs> oh, the birds. The government back. episode. Yeah. The government. We just ask some really shit questions real. like why are yeah. <laughs> why are birds not real? <laughs> Do you reckon and- we could get this aired in China? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, it's just getting aired in China. You know. <laughs> suddenly we all go missing <laughs> chat shit get fit just abruptly stops all of a sudden and on that though lads um, it's been a pleasure as always and I'll uh, I'll speak to you again very soon adios gents speak to you soon gentlemen bye bye as always thanks for listening we hope you found this episode useful and it allows you to make a more informed decision next time you think about visiting a chiropractor as we sort of comedically mentioned earlier, if you are enjoying our content and would like to support us in some small way, then I'd like to remind you that we have partnered up with Cannibal Coffee, who make not only the strongest caffeinated coffee in the UK, but also offer a wide range of great tasting coffee blends. If you are a coffee fan, you can head to cannonballcoffee.co.uk and use code PRIMAL10 to receive 10% off your order. Details will be in the show notes, and if you want to know why we are such fans, then you can listen to our episode all about coffee, which will also be linked in the show notes. So we will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon.